on the last episode of Adventure EXE. You have to take a path that goes under the mountain. Oh, this cave is so big. You know what? Taco is a dead man. He's like, it's a little dangerous. We've got these blood-sucking sturges and this fucking gibbering mouther. So you go back to the echo chamber and you see light coming from the path on the other side. You guys continue into the Undermountain Pass. Adventure EXE, episode number five, Inside the Crystal Mountain. Hello and adv- <laughs> one sec. Hello. Nope, not gonna use that one. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Adventure EXE. I'm your. Oh God, I have to have pause between. I'm your welcome. I'm your pause. Yeah, I'm your. Yeah, I'm your. Hello and welcome to Adventure EXE. I'm your host Sarah Hager. With me is Carmen and Matt. Jeremy. Okay. No, let's do that one more time. I was yeah. way too yeah. far from yeah. that. Also, Jeremy was really not giving it. No, I wasn't. We got to change it up a little bit. Jeremy. What do you mean to say? Okay, sure. No, no, give me some ideas. I'll say it. Uh, no, just with us. Like, should we do something different every time? Just like, be like, I had It's karma. Yeah. It's yeah, me. Yeah, there karma. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. A handbag. Okay, I'll say this. Welcome to Adventure EXE. I'm your host, Sarah Hager. And with me, is it's common and the dungeon master matt and jeremy playing blurbo so Recap. last time you guys entered a k a k sorry let me start that again <laughs> let's start the whole thing again yeah no no no, no. we don't need to start the whole thing again no 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 no. let's not do that again i'll kill myself if we do that it's again coming. i can't stop it <laughs> i can't stop it it's coming hello and welcome to adventure exe i'm your host sarah hager and with me are three people let's find out who they are carmen Matt. Jeremy. All right. So let's continue our adventure. EXE. No, no, no. It was just an adventure. Okay. So last time, uh, the party entered a cavern that they were told would be a shortcut to the Silver Cloud Monastery. Taco told us that. Yeah. I'm beginning to think Taco set us up. (laughs) Uh, When you entered, you were attacked by Sturges, these gross giant mosquito type creatures and falling icicles. Uh, when you went further in, things only got worse. They, they were attacked by a gibbering mouther, mm-hmm. an uh, awful monstrosity that had consumed countless other travelers. But they managed to defeat the beast by using cunning battle tactics, i.e. Right. running backwards and shooting at it. A it's bunch. called kiting, and it's not what you think. <laughs> um, and so finally, they have moved on, and they are heading into the next region of this underground uh, lair or cavern or cave or whatever you want to call it. So you all see as you exit the uh, echo chamber, the room that you dubbed it, that the the gibbering mouther was originally residing in, that there's some pale light coming from the other side. Okay. And as you all emerge through the other side of the echo chamber tunnel, you see a huge cavern in front of you. Um, from the ceiling hang um, massive crystals with um, like sort of a pale blue light that emanates through them and it gives this entire room uh, luminescence and um, you look out and you you see that um, before you the cavern goes like deep down Um, there's there's a ledge that goes around on either side and then there's um, almost like a natural stairs or or like cliff that goes down to uh, it looks like there's like houses and huts down there and, and all kinds of little people running around. Oh, how little can we tell? Uh, from here, it looks like they might be the size of like maybe three, three feet tall, like a little bit, uh, shorter than, uh, dwarves. Okay. And do we notice anything about them? Do they have dark skin? It's hard to tell from here, but, right. uh, it, they don't look dark skinned. Are they brandishing weapons? Uh, it looks like a couple of them might be, but in general, they look peaceful. I'm going to put my axe away. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put my crossbow away. Samesies. And uh, as you guys exit, you haven't made an effort to hide yourselves. No. And uh, you hear a few shouts coming from below, and you see that some people have noticed you. What language? Um, what languages do you know? I know. I speak Dwarven and Elven, as well as Common. I speak Common, Elven, Dash, Tally. Common, Infernal, and Thieves Can't. Ooh, oh, infernal. So you don't recognize, none of you recognize their language. Uh, dickwads. But mm. uh, everyone give me a street check. See if you know what these creatures are. What? Actually, are any of you familiar with gnomes? Let me just ask you that up Gnome, front. Gnome, I'm not. Uh, 
Uh, you know what? I might have seen a gnome in my sea travels. Yeah, you were a pirate, so yeah. you recognize that these are gnomes. I got twenty-one yes. though. Can that mean anything? Can you sure, give me you, something. You, you've heard of, you've read about gnomes, in your and I've, um, I've dealt with a lot of dwarves in the mountains. So I mean, you mean like killed them? What do you mean 13. dealt with? Yeah, you mean murdered? <laughs> yeah, I dealt with them. I dealt with their whole family. So I dealt with them. These I corrected them. These are mountain gnomes or under underdwelling gnomes, but uh, unlike the Snurf Neblin that you all may be familiar with, these ones are very fair skinned. They're, in fact, their skin is almost like chalk white. Mm. Oh, do they look Enchanting. blind? Are they blind? Uh, no, they don't look blind, but you can't really tell because you just you're seeing them from a distance. They're all running around below, and they've noticed you, so they're starting to assemble a little a little party to go up and and intercept you guys. I guess you'd say. Oh, jeez, Louise! What should we do? What should we put our hands up like we're innocent? Yeah, we come in peace. Just gonna we, wave. We just, just yeah. want to get through the mountain. We wave our arms, all of them. All right, so um, uh, a, a group of three of them uh, so start heading up the stairs toward you guys. Do you want to head head and meet them halfway? Or? Yes. Okay. So you you head down and you meet and there are there's like two sort of like male gnomes both carrying like a, a short sword and in the center of them there's a there's like a, a young female gnome who she's just wearing like a, a headband and some simple clothes and um, she's she, instead of carrying a sword she's got a wand in her hand. Ooh, yes. a cute little kid. And so she comes up to you and starts speaking at you all in gnomish. Oh, jeez. I'll start, I'll start speaking to her in Dwarvish. Okay. And um, she she can sort of like uh, uh, get a couple words out like, uh, hello. And then and then she realizes that you don't really, um, none of you speak gnomish. Mm. And she points at her mouth with her, with her wand. And all of a sudden she starts speaking to you all in common. Yay. Yay. Oh, I'm so happy someone else did that. Jeez. Mm. Good. Magic. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. She used magic. <laughs> she says, Hello, travelers. Aww. Hello. We seek passage to uh, Silver Cloud Monastery. Oh, wow. I, that, that's an impressive a tr- a trip you've got planned. Mm. Oh, you're, you're all brave to, to go through the mountain pass. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about brave, but uh, daring, yes. Handsome, maybe. Rugged, like mountain. She's like, well, well. Um, as far as I'm concerned, travelers are welcome to pass through our mountain. Although our chief is a little less trustful of travelers, so just just be polite to him, okay? He's gonna want to say hi to you guys before you pass through. Just, it's fine, it's fine. Well, I appreciate your kindness and hospitality already. Uh, do you have a name, creature? Yes, my name is Carmi. Carmi. Mm-hmm. Carmi Blorpo. Hi, Blorpo. I'm gonna say I'm Paula Undergun. It's a delight to meet your acquaintance. Hello, Paula. And uh, you, sir? I am Yados. Yados. I like that name. Yeah, well, thanks. Oh, are you a tiefling? I, why, I am. I've never met one of you before. It's a, it's a pleasure. You know, there's a lot of people who say you, you folk are no good, but I'm not like that. <laughs> That's slander. Yeah, indeed. I wouldn't put much weight behind those people's words. We're, uh, we're kind, trustworthy. That's good. I think you all are good people. And she she tells the two uh, people that are uh, with her on either side of her that to uh, stand down and they put their swords away. I really like this lady. Mm-hmm. She's like uh, she's like, come on down. I'll I'll show you the village. You guys can stay for a hot meal if you'd like. I wish I had something mm-hmm. to give her. Blorpo smiles. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her and say, um oh I just I don't want to be premature my my gratitude, but I wanted to thank you for your hospitality. Here's a silver bolt from a. Enchanted crossbow. Oh, and it's not enchanted, so do I have to bluff a little bit? I was just like really give her something that I. <laughs> oh no! Start, oh God. Oh. <laughs> um, just found these bridges and we're burning them down. I got, I got eleven. Okay, I, but I have really good intentions. She Surely she, she can. accepts your your uh, bolts uh, gracefully, and you can tell that she perhaps thinks this might be some sort of uh, tradition from a land she doesn't know. <laughs> So she's um, very concerned with being polite, so she Aww. graciously accepts it with a nod. That's very nice. And then tucks it away in her pack. <laughs> and um, so I'm going to need that bolt back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So she leads Classic. you guys down, and um, you get a good uh, look at the this gnome village you're heading to. Um, the, the crystals from the ceiling give, uh, again, like light to this entire very, very large cavern. Mm. And you see there's also crystals growing out of the ground, and, and some people have built houses or... or um, into them they're almost using them like like street posts are they are they um can you see through them or is that are they kind of yeah they're like transparent 
And so you can see inside people's houses? No, no, no. Sorry. The houses aren't the crystals. The crystals are around, like, uh, scattered, immersed in the, the house, houses. Jeez like, Louise. Built can kind you of imagine? around them or on top of them kind of thing. Can you imagine the peeping opportunities yeah. in that city? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They don't have the same level of modesty that us surface dwellers do. Yeah. yeah they're not um, civilized. <laughs> as, as you head down the stairs. Let's colonize this place. <laughs> you, you notice at the, the sort of, like, the whole back half of their village looks like ruins it looks like there's tons of rubble oh and and um uh like houses that have collapsed and it, there's a huge uh chasm in the in the floor over there like a big crack like that, a sinkhole almost? yeah like almost like a sinkhole but like Jeez. a big crack i'm gonna say what happened over there carmy and she she looks uh sad for a moment she's like mm, a few weeks ago disaster hit our people the the there was a huge rumble and the ground cracked and opened and all these awful creatures came out and killed half our village. Uh, what they look like. They were the worst things I've seen. There are these awful faces and, 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 and tiny little creatures smaller than us. And they're just, they poured out dozens and dozens of them. They were awful. Just awful. Can any of us roll to see if we recognize them? Like What, what they are? color? They were like whitish blue. And how did he stop them? She's like, she gives her wand a little twirl. She's like, we're not helpless. <laughs> yes. Do you, uh, are you worried that they're going to come back? Mm, yes, we're, we're worried. We're, we're very worried about it. We, we've been very vigilant. We've asked the listeners stationed here to pray for us. Ooh. And, and we're just hoping for the, that they don't come back. The listeners... Paula is perks her ears like a dog. Uh, I didn't know you guys had listeners here. Oh yes, this 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 mountain. It turns out is a holy place for them. So we've very graciously allowed uh, them to stay in a, a, a section very close to here. They call it their their sanctum, and they they live in there. And we interact, and they're very friendly and nice to us. They're good people. Hmm. Something about these guys I don't trust. Mm-hmm. Let's go see the king or whatever. Yeah, do we want to meet the listeners? I think we do. Okay, we could, yeah. But let's go see the uh, king of Whoville or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, so she she leads you to Chief Fiddlybump. She introduces Aww. him as. Oh, he's too adorable. And he's like this. Uh, he's like this real stout gnome who's got like a big, almost <laughs> his his like little, almost like a little crown, but it looks like a bag. Oh, it's really funny. Like nice. he actually, you have to like. Like he looks funny to you guys, but he's like <laughs> clearly the boss guy, and he take him. find him funny. Is he like is he marching around like? Hmm, yeah, hmm, yeah, hmm. exactly. He's marching around like, hmm, and he's got a big like for a gnome, a big like cigar. Well, I was gonna say something else. <laughs> like like he's almost like the like the the chief. He's like the he boss. Is the, he's the chief. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hmm, what are you outsiders doing in my town? <laughs> uh, we. Just- Oh, she tr- she's translating for you, so oh, I okay. should say, because he's I, speaking. Now. I say, we seek passage to a silver cloud monastery. He takes another drag off his cigar, and he's like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're not planning on staying, are you? I say no, but we appreciate your hospitality. I even presented a young Kami with a gift from our people. Yeah, that's great. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, great. I'm trying not to cast friends on him. I'm resisting the urge. He's going to hate me in a minute. I won't do it. And he's like, you know, it's outsiders like you that brought ruin to us. I just know it. I know it. Hey, we we killed uh, monster gibbering mouths. Um, So uh, Carmi is translating for you guys. And she's like, you guys fought a a gibbering mouther? And I go like this. Like a make the cutting the throat and so she she seems distressed by this news and she relays it to the chief oh uh-oh is that someone's pet yeah that might have been like a guardian but what it turns out is that the existence of such a disgusting aberration so close to their home is very disturbing to them yeah they've never seen the, the gibbering mother near them before and it's a Ill, it's a bad omen <laughs> you don't have to worry about it anymore mm-hmm. um i ask i i asked the chief about uh the things that attacked the village. I'm sorry to press with such unfortunate recent news, but could you tell us more about the creatures that attacked your village? Maybe we can help. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah what, I'm sure you can help. You people don't help enough. <laughs> Just please tell us any, <laughs> anything you can. They're little gremlins or ghouls. or I don't know what they are. <laughs> I don't like them. They got big noses and they've 
sharp teeth and they're they spray ice all over you when you hit them Ugh. so you said that uh outsiders are probably what caused this uh catastrophe were there others that passed by other than us oh every once in a while people come through we've seen a few of those monks that you were talking about also you know travelers merchants uh listeners strange people sometimes you never know where would we uh find one of these listeners if we wanted to uh chat with one Mm, the listeners i personally don't care for them some of these people around here i like them i guess they they're friendly enough to us but i don't trust any outsiders humans or otherwise uh (laughs) and he he points to where the listener's sanctum is and he's like they're all over there all right i'm gonna say would it would it uh would it distress you if we spent a night here chief Mm, yeah that's what i figured that's what i figured we have a um currency well, Carmi here says that she's willing to put you guys up, so Aww. fine by me. Carmi's really nice. But let me tell you, I got my eye on you all. <laughs> I got my eye on you all, and I know that if you step out of line, we're going to get you. Just, <laughs> you know what? We're going to get you if you step out of line. <laughs> okay, we kind of all, like, my butthole puckers, like, yeah, I tighten up. He's, like, he's, he's real uptight. Yeah. This is a real uptight guy. And Carmi's like, oh, sorry about him. He's just, you know, ever since the disaster hit us, we, he's been on edge. Do you guys know about thing, weird things like this? I say, oh, don't you know what, baby? Maybe you could look at the, the, the crack that's opened up and, and, and tell us what you think of it. Uh, they call me a crack expert. <laughs> a crack specialist. A crack spurt. And she kind of giggles. She's like, I'm sure it means something different, but that sounds really funny to me. <laughs> I, I, my face is like stone cold, <laughs> emotionless. A cracksbird. I'm a cracksbird by trade. So uh, she wants to know, do you want... <laughs> I'm in the union. <laughs> my father was a cracksbird. My grandfather was a cracksbird. <laughs> And my children, if I have them, they'll be cracksperts themselves. <laughs> so you want to go see the listeners now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So she leads you, and it's about a ten-minute walk, and um, there's like a like a, a an opening in the cavern, and it leads to a separate, smaller uh, cavern. There's a, there's like sort of like a, a big hole. Uh, so when you guys first enter, there's like a, a fairly large hole that's sort of like in the middle of the floor, and there's like three men in robes. Um, like kneeling before it kind of in prayer and it looks as if they're like listening to the the center to try and hear something okay and then you see there's another group of like maybe a half of a dozen uh men in robes um all like walking around like talking amongst one one another they've got like a little almost like a like a church kind of thing going on here there's it looks like in total you can see at least a dozen of them okay so i'm gonna talk to one of the ones that are kind of pacing around i think you can comment can i tell uh well you can go talk to the one i'm gonna tell i'm nodding so the one you the one you uh, talk to, he speaks uh, Dash Tali only. Oh, I speak Dash Tali too. Yeah, I say, I don't mean to interrupt, but can I? Uh, uh, it's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. I'm Paula Undergun. He's like, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Paula Undergun. I am a humble listener of the Divine Whispers. Oh, I say, uh, do you speak common, my good sir? Uh, I do not, but my leader here does i can bring you to him if you'd like to speak to him yes please i would appreciate that with all my hearts so he leads you um into a like a small like a there's been a almost like a church that's been carved out of rock in the side of the cavern and he leads you inside to take you to his sort of like chapter leader he enters and there's like a like a central um almost like a sanctuary room and you see um, there's two men sitting in chairs in conversation with each other. Uh, one of them is wearing the same like robes as the rest of the listener, but it's got like um, uh, the trim around it. It has got like a little bit finer uh, color. And then the, the man he's talking to is this man wearing a big uh, furred cloak. <gasps> yeah, blonde hair? With, uh, yeah, his, his hood is down. He's got blonde hair. Oh, shit. Like that sort of like smooth blonde hair. Danger sense. Yeah. He he matches the description that you were given by Taco. Okay. Now is is the the listener that's um leading us the leader is he is are they motioning to the blonde guy or the guy with the different trim as the leader? Um to the guy with the different trim as the leader. Okay. Let's let's navigate this carefully, boys. I'm going to send a message. Can I do it is it whisper or is it can it be in my head? 
don't know. You tell me. Yeah, it's in the person's head. <clears throat> the person's handbook? Is it like the knockoff D&D guide? <laughs> <laughs> person's handbook. It's like the ghoul guide. Yeah, the ghoul guide. <laughs> the dragon master. <laughs> These are all Russian D&D knockoffs. <laughs> Um, I whisper a message, so I'm gonna I'm gonna point I'm gonna do actually two messages. Uh, be cool. As you as you guys enter the the sanctuary, um, the guy who led you in gives you a little bow and backs out. All right. And then the two guys who are speaking to each other both look up and, and notice you all. And okay. the uh, the the listener in the robes um, gives you a nod, and the other guy kind of like looks at you, gives you all the one over, and kind of like crosses his arms. Is that Blondie? Blondie, yeah, mm, yeah. So the listener says, oh, hello, fellow travelers. What can I do for you all here? I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to say, um, it's wonderful to meet your acquaintance. My name is Paula Onagun, and you are? I am the deep listener. I run this humble church here in the Undermountain Pass. Mm, I say, and your friend, and I motion towards the blonde guy. Oh, another traveler like yourself, who was, uh, he's uh, a, a, a friend of our chapter. He knows, uh, he's a good friend of many of the, the, the fellow listeners here, and he, he's come to bring us supplies, as he often does, and, and good tidings. So I'm going to put on my hand, like I wanted to be kissed, to the uh, blonde guy. I'm like, Paula Undergun, enchanted to meet your acquaintance, and then I dot, dot, dot. So you offer your hand to him to kiss. Uh-huh. So he looks, uh, this man looks at it for a moment. And then he he um, finally takes it and gives it like the very like just barely touches it to his lips. Oh, that's a dry kiss. I got dirty hands. And and he is like, I am. My name is Sable Runeware. Where are you lodging tonight? Because we have a room open in our house. Mm, I stay here with the listeners, of course. I am sympathetic to their listening. Oh, what do you do, Mister? I am a. How would you say? Perhaps you would call it an archaeologist. Or a, a, a purveyor of secrets and, and of other artifacts. Is he speaking in common? Yes, he is. Okay, good. So you guys can hear him. Perfectly in common. Oh, mm. no accent? Mm, not really. He's like... <laughs> no, no. He's, he seems very fluent in common. Hmm. Do we have anything on us that identifies the fact we went to the house where we, killed all, we think we killed all those people? You have that goat for... <gasps> Oh, it, yeah, but everyone has. But rams. you have it packed away, right? Like the yeah. ram. Yeah, I do. Everybody yeah. has rams. So I got one of those staggers. But I'm so not, and I'm not gonna pull it out. He um he looks at you all. He's like, so um tell tell me all what, who are you three? I would bring. It's not common to see uh, people other than listeners down here. And I go, we hunting yetis. Oh, and I show him the yeti skin. Yeah. What a uh, powerful man you seem to be. <laughs> That's right. You're very strong, aren't you? Yes, strong. This is going to go to his head. Oh, no. I start flexing like a WWE superstar. <clears throat> he gives you like a, a like a, a polite clap. He's like, very powerful man. <laughs> and I start showing him my thighs. Jeez. He's like, I'll know not to pick a fight with you. <laughs> this is a, I say, this is a church, Blurbo. Come on, cool it down. But really, no. What what brings you all here? What 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 manner of work are you doing? We're we're yeti hunting. We're we're mapping the area. I lie. Mapping the area and hunting yetis. We're uh, adventurers for hire. So you have you're wandering aimlessly. You have no destination in mind. Well, we don't say. Elizabeth Gilbert says nothing is w- random. It's all in destiny. <laughs> so you're being evasive. Yeah. All right. So he's uh, he's gonna he's gonna pick up on that. He's like, no, no, truly, tell me, t- amongst friends, where are you all heading? I'm just. I don't know. I told him before. We're just mapping. We're mapping the area. Yeah. I say. Well, it doesn't seem like many people get out in the caves or north of them, so we're just uh, using the best of our abilities to maybe go to some of the mountains and uh, then head back into town and collect our our earnings for the maps. Mapping. Well, good luck to the three of you with your mapping. Woo! I go, woo! (laughs) (laughs) Right from him. He's like, but please don't let me interrupt you. You want to speak here with the deep listener, and I will not intrude. I will go speak to some friends of mine. And where does he go? I bid you farewell. Okay. And he gives you a nod and he walks away. So out of the room. Yeah, he leaves the room. I go, woo, again. 
That was mm. weird. Okay, so we don't have time to talk about it. So let's just talk to the mega deep D- listener. And so the deep listener is like, so what can I uh, do for you all? What's brought you here to our sanctum? Where you guys want to ask him? What do deep whisperers say? <laughs> <laughs> the deep whisperer. We, we listen for the words of the divine whispers. They speak to us. He's like, they tell us how we should live our lives, who we should help, what will come to pass. Oh. Many truths they reveal to us if we are willing to listen deep enough. Okay, Blorpo kind of, because he's uh, superstitious and he's kind of afraid of like anything kind of magical. He just <laughs> kind of snorts. The the um the divine whispers is sort of like the uh, the central kind of religion of this whole region. Everyone sort of knows about them. It's kind of the deities that people listen. The spirit, an, the spirits of the mountains. Don't okay. make an enemy, Blorpo. Uh, no, I'm not. Now I am concerned. I don't say this out loud, but I am concerned that they're taking orders from a voice coming from the ground. Yeah, especially you know what? Taco is a dead man. He's like, it's a little yeah, dangerous. Yeah, and also little creepy things coming out of it, destroying villages. You know, mm-hmm. like who who? It could be anybody down there telling oh, you what to do. I ask him. Uh, what came out of the ground, wise man? He's kind of like a, a, a troubled for a moment. He's like, ah, oh, that was a disturbing day, a disturbing day for us all. Fortunately, our sanctum was spared, but creatures uh, of uh, infernal nature, mm-hmm. and he glances at Yados almost reflexively, of an infernal what? nature... <laughs> came from the the ground and slayed many of those sweet gnomes that live close to us. I said, do you know the names of these creatures? Mm, one of my fellow listeners told me that they were called Mephits. Mephits. Oh. Okay, Blorpo kind of knows from superstitious lore of his, like, tribal people. Who's, who responsible for fiends, for bad Mephits? Mm, I wish that I could say I knew, but... Perhaps one of the gnomes was meddling with dark forces or something of the like. What? We don't know. We we, we, we just listen for the divine whispers, and they, they told us not of the danger coming, and he looks, like, sad about it. Like, I, like I it was s- a failing of his, personally. I say, what? Ha- pray tell us what the divine whispers have told you lately. Mm-hmm. Well, lately they've been quiet, to me at least. Some of my brothers, um, well, ah, I don't need to talk about that. Oh, this guy seems really down in the dumps. Say when these Mephits attacked, was that uh, Sable Ringwald uh, here? I think he was at that time, yes. But he actually helped us uh, fend them off. Hey, I wasn't accusing him of nothing. I'm just saying. How he fend them off. Oh, he's uh, he's got all kinds of interesting magical artifacts or whatever you want to call them with him. He's a, he's a, a resourceful guy. He's good friends with some of the the listeners here. I've never, well, I'm I'm not gonna get in. Mephit show up when blonde men show up. Uh, well, that's hardly. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Correlation does not equal causation, <laughs> Lorpo. Get your head out of your ass. Um, jeez. <laughs> so, Lorpo says, um. Oh, is someone tied to dark magic? The the um the deep listener sort of looks at uh, Blorpo sympathetically. He's like, perhaps you are right. Mysteries that perhaps the divine whispers will reveal to me in time. Um, I say, I say, I say. Now, why don't you like this uh, uh, sable river goat fella? I never said that I didn't like him. I just yeah, no. Yeah. I say, well, if if we if you don't if you have any more questions, we will take our leave if it's okay with you, and maybe reflect on our sins here and <laughs> just uh, chill out for a while. Blorpo, wild like animal. Blorpo <gasps> only have instinct, no sin. I don't like to focus on the negative. Let's go check out Chasm. No, no, no. Where Carmi? I, I go, you guys. Oh yeah, sins. I hey, I got loads of them. Uh, I'm imperfect, just like Blorpo and you. And no, Blorpo, perfect. Look, <gasps> look Blorpo. at Bison. Blorpo, I'm sure you got like a like a bruise somewhere. Uh, yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll just uh, skedaddle. We'll head out of here. Get out of your hair. Quit gum flapping. Jaw wagging. Chin <laughs> dripping. Gyrating. Jim jibbling. Jim jibbling. Um, does, does this guy... The guy, like, looks at you like you're, like, out of your mind. He's, he's just like talking and talking <laughs> nervously. Yeah, he's like, uh, may, may the whispers bless you. Yeah, hey, right back at you. <laughs> Do I sense this guy something he wants to tell us? He, sense, he seems 
off-put or nervous or stressed out or not there's something troubling him for sure okay i'm going to hunker down in the corner almost like someone takes a shit you know like just really uh, Uh but i'm not gonna take a shit i'm going to cast detect magic as a ritual okay okay so go i go i guess part of your ritual uh, you squat (laughs) yeah i hunker Okay, as a ritual, so you're gonna spend ten minutes hunkering down, squatting, grunting. This this guy's gonna interrupt your ritual, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, excuse me." Um, I told him I was gonna reflect on my sin. Can you please leave? <laughs> you're, you're scaring the initiates. <laughs> come on, I say, I said, do you have a, a private room I can come to? Yeah. Look, it's it's a totally nor- it's natural thing. It's natural human behavior. You could do this at the bath in the bathroom, <laughs> and it will not be suspicious at all. He's like, "Please, Miss Paula, we we ask that you, <laughs> sorry, we ask that you respect our sanctum and not cast your magic rituals here." <laughs> okay, so he doesn't think I was taking a shit at least. He knows you were practicing magic. I was like, <laughs> 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 "I'm gonna." wow okay i say do you have a bathroom i say it with urgency (laughs) he knows that you were trying to cast (laughs) magic (laughs) i say this is unrelated (laughs) to the magic yeah yes of course (laughs) this this has everything to do with the blood sturges we (laughs) ate earlier yeah (laughs) so he points to a like an outhouse that's outside of the sanctum so 30 feet outside? It's, well, it's more than 30 feet outside. It's okay, like, so I'm going to just leave the room. Okay. Like just so I'm on the other side of the wall. I'm going to hunker down and do it one more time. So <laughs> He's going to like turn around. He's be like, do you need help finding the washroom? <laughs> just leave me alone. I want him to leave me alone. He's not. He's concerned at this point. Paul, your behavior, he finds very uh, troubling. I guess I could use a spell slot. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. I mean, it's less grunting. <laughs> okay, I'm. You know Adjust. what? I'm gonna let him leave the room. Okay. Does he leave the room? He, yeah, he's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna. After a minute, he's gonna be like, "Well, okay. So let, let me know if you any all of any of you need any more uh, guidance or whatever." Am I close to the sable man? And he leaves you alone. You're not sure where he went. Let's go find him and let's cast detect magic around him. What do you guys mm-hmm. say? Okay, so let's go find him. Okay. Do 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 do. We're on the road looking for sable man. On the road looking for a sable man. His first name is Sable. I thought his last name was Sable. All right. So you you spot him and he's down. Um, there's like um, uh, sort of like a, a corner around a, a crystal and he's speaking to two listeners and they're having sort of a private conversation. So am I in a kind of a place where no one can hear me whisper? Um, yep. Okay. So How, like you're going to try and stay hidden from him? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think she's going to try and cast Detect Magic without, without being detected. Oops, I'm not going to try. I'm going to do it, bitch. So I'm going to cast Detect Magic. Okay. I'm going to have to kind of roll my wild magic table. Sure. Please fucking God, don't get a one here. This is not the place. Yeah. Oh, thank God I got 19. Okay. All right. So I cast Detect Magic. All right. So you get the usual ping coming from Yados in the envelope. Mm-hmm. And you also detect magic. Um, similarly, coming off the person of Sable Runeware. Ooh. What about my necklace? Does she see anything off my necklace? No, she does not. Now it says what school magic. Okay, so you sense enchantment magic coming from this guy. Okay, you want know part of him? Anything? <laughs> anything below His the belt? Runeware. Uh, just stuff he has on him or something. Okay, so I don't see it glow. Like his coat isn't glowing or his. Dong isn't glowing. Uh, there's, there's kind of, he's just kind of like a, a glow. Like he's actually, he seems like he's, yeah, like it might be his coat that's glowing. I want it. I want that coat. You and me both. How big is he? Is he a normal sized man? He, well, he's a human, but he's, it's hard to, it, the, like the coat is so big, it's hard to tell how big he is. No, underneath I mean, tall it. then. How about tall? Oh, he's like a, he's like a six foot tall man. I think he's the source of everything. Yeah. I want to. What do you guys want to do with this guy? Unless Taco is setting question. us up, like yeah. he's an enemy and he wants us to take him out. He is a rogue. Yeah, but yeah. Taco went crazy. I feel like he would lie to us. He was kind of going nutso. He was hiding in his wall. He was Howard Hughes, <laughs> but out of necessity. Allegedly. Yeah. We need to lock his damn door. It's true. Okay. Um. Yeah. What do we want to do with this guy? Do we want to like just confront him? Do we want to bring like a case against him to the um? So oh, yeah, no, we could can do we that. use the gnomes to our advantage because they don't like these guys. Yeah, or at least the king gnome doesn't. 
We, okay, you know what? Let's go back to the. That's totally a good idea. Let's go back to the the king gnome, a chief gnome, and let's say, um, we we have a second um job that we're going around. We're actually um collecting like what what do they do in a uh, Django Unchained? They're like bounty hunting. Uh-huh. We're kind of like bounty hunting. Yeah. And so we'll just say that. Say we don't want to disturb the peace of your village. But we know this man is a murderer. We were given a potion of healing to take this guy down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Oh, let's see if Blorpo has an oath. I'm not a paladin, but... You're a pretty honest guy. S- well, my one of my bonds is I must protect my clan. We're your clan. Yeah, you guys are my clan, but I don't think Taco's my clan. Yeah, but I mean, I just... No. I want to no. get this... I want this guy's coat, and I want to figure out what he's all about. Well, I do have as a flaw hatred of boredom causes me trouble put that down point dexter time to go talk to the chief <laughs> okay, let's, let's go do it all right we're gonna go talk to the chief and do uh let's uh yados kind of spearhead this campaign yeah i'll strut into uh you know the king's uh chamber all right sort of fan the cigar smoke away from my face <laughs> it's, ha- it's hanging stale in the air your uh your majesty may we um have an audience <laughs> yeah Would yeah you? what do you people want chief you're bugging about. me again this one's going to be... Chief what? Fiddly bump. Fiddly bump. Look, this is going to be a real zinger for you. Mm-hmm. So we weren't lying with what we're doing here, but we got a little bit of a secondary mission we're engaged in. We're uh, bounty hunting, and we found one of our marks here in your under, right under your nose. Oh, so you've come to my place to start trouble. Just like I thought. I can see how you can read that from what I just said. However, listen, peel back your ears and listen a bit harder. We didn't know he was going to be here. This is all incidental. Anyway, I can see by your stern gaze that you are unimpressed with my oration. So I will continue down this path. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you're like a rocket raccoon. <laughs> So <laughs> more talking. Where am I going with this? Okay. So he's one of the listeners though. He's giving you a look like as if like just keep digging, buddy. Just keep digging yourself in a hole. I, I, I walk up and like, he murdered four innocent three. Three innocent people. Yeah. Who who are you people talking about? Uh Rafe Sableware. Sable Rafe Hood. <laughs> We're <laughs> fucking this up. <laughs> Sable, riff weird? Sable riff weird. Sable runeware, the weird Sable. that weirdo, right? Sable runeware, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, where's your evidence? Uh, um. Well, we didn't bring any of the corpses with us. We got like stuff from the scene of the crime. How do you know that he was there who murdered him? Eyewitness. Mm-hmm. There was a survivor. Where is he? Hiding. Out of fear. He's a little tapped in the head. So you're telling me <laughs> that the evidence you guys have is the word of a crazy person who isn't even here. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm going to go in with That's deception. Right. I'm going but with deception. But was there. Him hiding in r- wall. I'm like going to say. little. So you saw the murders? I saw the dead bodies, yes. We discovered them. You found some dead bodies. That's right. And they were murdered by... Strangles. A man who had the same description of sable ruined face. And they were all strangles. Yeah, they strangles had... Strangles victims. Strangled. And look, he gave me... Each one more strangled than the last. Sur- survivor man named Taco. He gave us stuff to go get him. Now listen to me, you troublemakers, and listen good. I don't want any of you starting any, any of this nonsense fighting in my village. Don't laugh at me. And he slams his fist. He's like, I don't want any trouble while you're here. You stay away from the sable. Don't start any fights. I, the last thing I need is more grrr, corpses down here. Just stay the night and get the hell out of my village. Okay, and we kill methods if they come. Yeah, kill methods if <laughs> okay. they come. I kill lots of methods for you. He just Ch- takes another drag Chief, from his cigar. He's Chief, like, you're dismissed. Chief Edlibam. <laughs> If he start fight with me, I... What happened? I, uh... <laughs> Don't I, start trouble but if he in my sta- village. If he start trouble with me, with Blurball. As far as I'm concerned, you're all the trouble starters. Now get out of here. <laughs> okay, we leave. <laughs> Best hat in all Undermount. <laughs> Jeez. And he, like, adjusts his hat as you guys are leaving. He pushes it forward. Yeah. I, I have a question. 
When we saw um, Sable, did he have a hood on his fur jacket? He It had a hood on the back, but it wasn't drawn. Okay. I'm not, I guess, I don't know. It could be a red herring. It could not actually be him. I also have a suspicion. Didn't you say there was like an enchantment coming off of? Yeah. Yeah, maybe this coat. What if it's disguised self? Or <gasps> this coat is making people like him. And so they're yeah. like, don't start trouble with Sable Although, Ringwraith. But here's the thing, though. The, when we talked to the deep listener, he said he didn't like Sable. That guy mm. was tuned out, man. He said everybody <laughs> liked him except for, for him. He's like, he's, oh, he can't they don't even like do him. his own yeah. job, right? I don't know what to do. What do you guys think? Let's go. Let's go to the little. Um, let's go check out the chasm. Yeah, let's go check out okay. the chasm. Chasm. Yeah. Okay. So it's you guys um, head over to the, the 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 ruined half of the the gnome village. All right. And it's it's really sad. You see wreckage. There's things like. Um, like crushed teddy bears and, and it looks like a lot of like awful things happened over here. Oh, it's like an earthquake kind of thing. Yeah, like all, it looks like a, the aftermath of an earthquake and um, there's a huge, uh, like it looks like a big crack in the ground and it's just, um, you look, all you see da- when you look down is darkness. Jeez, I'm going to take a pick a pebble and I'm going to drop it down the crack. All right, you drop the pebble down the crack and hear nothing. I'm going to wait and listen. Oh, that's scary. You wait that's scary. and you wait. You should use your feather fall and just go down there. And you wait. I do have feather fall. Nothing. Yeah, but how long does feather fall last? Like, yeah. what if the chasm lasts longer than feather fall? Perfect. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> do you like that? All okay, right. So the chasm is just deep. It's deep. So let's go back to Carmi's house and get some delicious gnome grub. Yeah, let's go hang mm, out with right. Carmi. Home cooked gnome food. <laughs> I think Carmen's new nickname is going to be Carmi. Yeah, Carmi. <laughs> yeah. It's like, homie, it's me, homie. I can't do Marge's voice. <laughs> okay, let's go back to uh, Carmi's house. All right, so you head back to Carmi's place, and um, she uh, has been hard at work baking you guys dinner. Oh, right. she's so nice. How old is she, like in her 20s kind of thing? Or yeah, yeah, she's young. She's like super friendly. She's baked you all, like like all kinds of manners of like mushroom. Mm. Uh, like different mushrooms, mushroom souffle, yeah. baked and grilled, and, oh, and yeah, exactly. Mm, are they L- good? Blorpo's just gonna feast. Delicious. I'm gonna learn a couple of things about cooking because I'm actually I used to be a chef in my past life. Oh, that's right. Yeah, or a cook. It was more like a, I owned a bakery. Um, All right, so I'm gonna say that you learn, um, you learn two d six different mushroom recipes. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's not bad. So here goes three. Five. I learned eight different mushroom recipes. Oh, yeah. Can um, Blorpo, as an outlander, can he ask Carmi which mushrooms are safe to eat in the undermount? A- absolutely. Don't Smart. you put it okay. in your mouth. <laughs> Don't Wh- you stuff it in your which face. Which mushrooms can I pick and as outlander? So she explains which ones are safe and which ones are not okay. for this whole area. I'm not going to go through them all. I'll okay. just say you have that knowledge. And in additional, there's a few mushrooms which are... Um, poisonous, but when prepared correctly, i.e. through Paula's recipes, they are safe to eat. Are there any like magic mushrooms, hallucinogenics? Uh, yep. Can I learn about those? Sure. Yeah. Hey. So she, she she also teaches you about a special kind of mushroom that will cause hallucinations. I say, what about poisonous mushrooms to kill people? There are some of those too. That's she, pretty roundabout. Can we learn those? Yeah. Like um, a rogue? So effectively, we have, in a way, <laughs> learned about every mushroom. Okay, yeah. so I all, learned about all the mushrooms native to this yeah. like mountain area, like this particular mountain. She teaches you about so so mushroom knowledge. So for eating, killing for killing for cooking for, for cooking. tripping. Yeah, so <laughs> I, can, uh, tripping. I can harvest them. Yeah, she can cook them, and you can use them to kill. Yeah, people. I can turn them into deadly weapons. I'm we putting, should we I'm should put mushroom <laughs> knowledge down. Mushroom knowledge. Yeah, we should actually move here and start like a mushroom hut or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Make some cash. I'm gonna ask her what she thinks about the um, the listeners, and if she's met uh, Sable Runeware. So, um, so she knows him, obviously, uh, since he's been around uh, a few times before. Uh, so you ask uh, her about him, and she kind of um, thinks for a moment. She's like. I'm not as big a fan as a lot of other people are. Everybody he seems, says that. He seems real pompous to me. You know what I mean? Like, like every time he talks to you, it feels like he's he feels like he's playing a game with you or something like that. I don't mm. like it much. This guy's yeah. a psycho. He patronized my muscles. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, see, I don't, I like, don't like him either. And and every time I use magic around him, he he talks about how uh, clever I am, and I just don't like it. I say, mm. have you ever, have you ever seen him without that big jacket on? Mm, no, he seems to wear it a lot. I think he likes it. 
Where does he sleep? With the listeners. Did, did Mephit show up when he show up? Mm, I actually do not know. Uh, do you like listeners? She's like, oh, I, I, I like them in general. Yeah, there's a few of them, though, that make me feel kind of weird. Like which yeah, ones? Yeah, they don't seem to um, with it. Well, I don't know. It's It seems sometimes like there's there's two different groups of them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go, go on. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. There's just, there's, there's one, they're kind of cliquey. There's like one clique of the listeners who, you know, they're, I guess now that you mentioned it, they're the friends of Sable who, uh, I don't know. They just kind of creep me out. They're always casting weird looks around and which, being all Which creepy. one? Uh, they all, <laughs> which look? <laughs> no, which, which one with Sable? The looks, so there's look? a few of them. The man with trim cloak. Oh, Sable's the the guy with the big fur coat. No, no but yeah, who hangs out but with them? the 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 deep listener. Oh, n- the deep listener doesn't seem to be part of that circle. Oh. What the name of uh, Sable's listeners' friends? Well, the thing is, they don't have names for themselves. They all just renounce their names and call themselves listeners when they join up. Do they have scars or anything mm. that identified them? It's hard to tell underneath the cloaks. They all kind of look the same. You know what I mean? Humans. <laughs> so how do you know they make you feel weird? It's just the glances, the the weird shuffling around at night sometimes when everyone else is sleeping. At nighttime? Yeah. Where? You know, around the village or mostly in their little sanctum, but... At night? Shuffling? We're kind of shuffling up and down, sideways. Oh, come on. Listen, can I... You people seem like you're interested in this stuff, so can I tell you about something I heard a while ago? Yes, oh. you, you tell Blurpo all... Oh. There was a listener, one of the the nice ones, I think, and he was talking to me, and he told me, and I don't know how true this is, but he told me that, well, you know the listeners, they listen to the Divine Whispers, right? Yes. Well, he was saying that lately, in the last few months, there was another voice, another Divine Whisper, a different one than all the other ones, and it was drowning out the others. He said that it was... It it was calling to him like nothing he'd heard before, and that it, there was some menace to it. It really creeped me out. And ever since then, I mean, I still like the listeners, but it's weird, you know. It's like I feel like what's happening there. Hmm. Interesting. Someone controlling methods. Yeah. I'm going to um. I I'm going to say, have you ever tried to listen to the whispers? Do you know how it's done? Well, you know, I I like to believe that. The spirits all around us are, are, are the spirits of our people and our ancestors, but they have such an organized ritual way of doing it. I just don't see things that way. <laughs> I'm not mm. asking about your religious affiliations. I don't, I don't hear the whispers myself, mm-hmm. but I do like to hope that the divine whispers guide over all of us. Aww, I'm going to put an arm around her shoulder because like, I like this little girl. She's Yeah, she's real nice. Yeah, she's a really good person. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, by the way, I'm going to share some of my recipes with her too. Okay. And maybe some that can be modified with like, um, like mushroom flour. Mm. So I teach her how to make like lemon loaf. I teach her how to make cinnamon rolls. <laughs> and I teach her how to make like, um, blueberry crumble. But, but she can use things, substitute things from the caves. Yeah. She's, she's grateful for the knowledge you share with Lichen her. Lichen crumble. Yeah. I mean, it's better than the bolt, right? You two develop a bond. Ooh. So let's, you know, I think we should stake out. So, okay, so she goes to the other room. Let's kind of like separate ourselves, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carmi, you stay here or you adventure with us? No, I want to go talk to you guys privately. <laughs> I don't want to invite her on our adventure. She'll die in like two seconds. Yeah. She'll get turned into mincemeat out there. <laughs> we'll what, eat she, her. I don't know. She can't, does have that one, but so far it just lets her talk to us. And then she apparently made vague threats about killing Mephits with it. Apparently, yeah. I haven't seen any proof. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say to you guys, I think we should stake out the listeners at night and see what they uh, are listening to. I was thinking that exact same thing. Yeah. But are you sharing this conversation with Carmen? No, no, no. no okay. But the uh, chief Blimpy Bottom, he get mad. What the heck with that guy? He also said one night's fine. So let's go look after. Let's go look out for them tonight, and we'll see tomorrow what's happening. Yeah. I think if we leave our friend going to follow. Who? Huh? Our friend Sableface. Oh. He kind of curious as what we do. We don't give him straight answer. Oh. He follow us. That's when we out of village. We. J- we what? Kill him. Do we take care of him? 
What if he brings some of his listener friends, and what if they cast infernal magics? We kill them too. Well, what if the little Memphis Memphis show up, and then they, uh, what do we do with them? We kill them. Oh, well, it's a very uh, <laughs> one-dimensional plan there, Blorbo. Reassure yourself in this it's regard. It's very, very straightforward. We kill. Um, I, I think I just want to have a bit of, before I go killing people. I want a more clear view of if they're good or bad. I trust Carmi. <laughs> she no like. I no like. Okay, well, maybe me and Yados can go and stake out tonight and you can sleep. Oh, no, I come. <laughs> All right. You are a brutal force of nature, Blorpo. <laughs> You're like a wind with the I'm smell a- of meat. <laughs> I'm like fate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go over to... Uh, maybe that's what I'll name my axe. Ooh. What? Fate? Fate. Yeah. Nice, oh, I cool. said feet. No. <laughs> like F-E-E-T. There we go. <laughs> I call my axe feet. So, okay, so we're going to wait until it gets dark. Okay. And then we're going to stealth out towards the... It's always dark, but it's always light. Ooh. You're underground, right? Oh, yeah. Do they dim the lights for, like, nighttime? <laughs> yeah. Not really. They seem to have internal clocks that are tuned. Well, I bet I could still hide in whatever shadows are around. You could, for sure. Yeah. I might have s- made a reference to night earlier, but no, there's no actual night down That's here. That's fine. I'm going to stealth up to the um, it listener's is- perch, okay. and then, like... Wait out to see. So let me let me sort of backtrack a little bit here yeah. for a second. So there is a sort of a set time where these people go to sleep. These who all these people? The gnomes. The gnomes go to sleep. And so are you guys like setting out of Carmi's house at uh, at quote unquote night? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. So when you step outside her door, you see uh, Sable, and he's standing right out in front, watching us. Yeah, and he's he's uh, it almost seems like he's waiting for you. Is all. he like right outside or like across the street? Yeah, he's like he's like right like a few feet away, and he's like, "Oh look, it's you all." He's like, huh, "Fancy meeting you all here." He's like, "Do you all like to join me for a stroll?" Stay tuned for more episodes of Adventure Exe. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, like our Facebook page and message us at info at adventure-exe.com. One for all and all for one can sound pretty corny. If you've got a problem chum, think how it could be.